Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Down for the Count. This is Editing Tip here just to give you guys a few notes about the episode. Note number one, there is some feedback that's going to be playing in the episode. You're going to hear it. It sounds very piercing in your earbuds. I apologize for that right here and now. Unfortunately, there was nothing any of us could do. Um, One of our headphones or earbud sets was creating a lot of feedback in the podcast and we couldn't figure out which one of us it was. So hopefully we will get that situation rectified and the next time we record it won't have that feedback so my apologies early on but make sure you turn your headphones down to a reasonable level so you don't cause yourself any harm in terms of your ears all right and number two this is going to be a two-parter so the first part is going to include everything i think i'm going to move the tony khan interview into the second part as well you guys are just going to get like the nxt um recap and you're gonna get the extreme rules recap and the possible returns and all that good stuff you'll understand what i mean when you listen to the episode so i hope you guys enjoy this episode of down for the count this is part one and look out for part two welcome back everybody to your favorite wrestling podcast down for the count i am the royal fuck up alexis apparently um with me tonight i have tiffany and Nicole, uh, Janae is going to jump on to a topic probably later on within the show. So um, she'll be with us eventually. Um, ladies, say hi. Hello. Hello. I just talked so much shit and how good I am on my intro. Fuck. Uh, before we start, we want to give a big shout out to Mr. Perry and the Wrestling Club. You guys have probably seen them all over Twitter uh, on Monday. These, I wish I had a teacher that did something like this when right? I was a kid. And it's oh. it's all it's for all the kids in his school that love wrestling. And he actually is doing like stuff for like just the girls too. Like a couple weeks ago, he showed them like Trish and Lita, like the first woman to ever um, have the main event ever on a Monday Night Raw. And just hearing like those kids' reactions, everything—that's—that's that's just so fucking cool, man. And he managed to do a GoFundMe to take the kids to go wrestling, and they meet—they met well over like their asking amount too, and they got it in like four hours or something like that. Like it was a short amount of time. That's really cool. And they, there's videos. The kids are screaming. They're carrying it on um one of his one of his students has gone viral because he was doing the whole Seth Rollins like conducting thing like to a fucking T like you can tell that this kid was just practicing in his living room um Seth saw it he retweeted it WWE retweeted it USA gave him a shout out Fox gave him a shout out they were on the bump this morning like not to sound cheesy, man, but that's what it's all about. This is that's what that's what wrestling's supposed to be about, man, right there. And those kids are gonna remember that forever. Yep. So shout out to Mr. Perry. You are an awesome teacher. I really, really wish I had someone like you growing up where I could go talk wrestling about. Agreed. Those kids are everything. Shout out to the kids, shout out to 
y'all just deserve everything nice. Now I'm gonna fucking cry over this. Oh my god. Don't cry. It's just really sweet. And man. It's just good. It's good to see. Um, yeah. Out of all the negativity we usually see, you know, especially with all the crap that be online with wrestling as it is, right? It's nice to see something good. And then it's just, yeah. Oh, um, not to put a downer on anything, but um, our condolences to the wrestler Sarah who passed away. Um, this was it a couple weeks ago or this past week? Past um, week. It was this past week. It was this past week. She passed away. She was a tough enough um, winner. Um, she had the husband and two kids she left behind. And um, it seemed like it was very all of a sudden. So my condolences um, to her it was family. Sarah Lee. Yeah, my condolences to her family, her kids, her husband, mother, everybody, and all her friends. A lot of wrestlers were paying tribute to her this last week and this week. Um and Mandy Rose recently lost her brother. Um, same, it looked like the same day or at least the same week. Um, I think it was so, within the same day. Yeah, yeah we're so, not sure of the timeline, unfortunately. But, but, but my, yeah. my condolences to her too because that's got to be hard. And she was close to Sarah Lee as well, so she got a double whammy. And um, um, I wish you nothing but. But love and a bunch of um, just just hugs and love all around to everybody who's hurting because that just seemed like a lot for a lot of people. So um, yeah, I just and it sure showed. It's unfortunate, obviously, that you know she lost her life. But at hindsight, it was great to see how well loved and how many different lives that she touched because they well exceeded over the GoFundMe, which was wonderful to see. So hopefully, obviously, this is not going to bring those kids' mothers back or right. her or her husband's or her husband's wife back, but at least they have some financials, at least they have a little bit more financial security. So you know they can obviously take care of her funeral expense expenses. And also like they said, everything else is going to go um, obviously divide up between children and going to go in accounts for them for college and et cetera. Oh, so that's, um, that's amazing. Like, um, um, very happy that everyone was able to come down. And then again, like just prayers to Mandy, cause that's just awful. Um, I right. think she was close, this, she was close to her brother as well. So it's just someone who's close to my brother as well. I just couldn't imagine so, you know, just praying for her and her family and her parents, obviously. Very um, much so. I'm sorry if I made it down a bit. No, I just wanted to make sure we did that because um, I know that that was, that was hard on some people who watched Tough Enough and it was hard on a lot of the wrestlers. I just wanted to make sure that we mentioned it. No, um, and actually that, that's something since we were talking about you know, we usually see the IWC in shambles after like the last month and a half. Um, people who were, people were like trying to be like, oh, what'd she die from? And like, just uh, people were kind of like, uh, none of your business. How about you leave that family? I saw like someone's like, if you even think about messaging her husband, asking him some dumb shit, I will find you myself and beat your ass. And I was just like, damn. 
good to see the color like coming togetherness of the IWC for once, you know, like, but I just, I wish the, I'm condolences to everybody who lost somebody because it fucking sucks. Um, but can we, can I just say something to kind of brighten the mood before we jump into the next topic? Sure. It'll actually go with NXT. Um, shout out to shout out to Sonya Deville. What the hell was mm-hmm. that? What was that? What's my that? husband? My husband is whistling, whistling in the background. Mm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Very much. Um, shout out to Sonya Deville because as much crap as we talk about her, she really is an awesome ass friend and we all should be lucky to ever find a Sonia as a friend. Just going to say that. Y'all got to give Nicole uh, her props though. You got to give Nicole her props because she did say Sonia should go back to NXT. She did say that. She did. And she uh, had been for a while. Like Amanda and a few others. I always said that they were pulled, I think, and I'm probably, you know, might get some heat for this. Oh, I hate saying that. Um, I think Liv is another one as well. Was pulled away too early from NXT. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, this is no shade to them, but I feel like look and again, like look how well Mandy has been able to like revitalize herself, her career, and like herself going back down. It's never a negative thing. Finn Pallor is a another case he completely did a 180 True. on his career within WWE going back down to NXT so that's why I don't want like Apollo Cruz is in the midst of doing the same exact thing right now it's never don't make it a negative thing like I feel like that's gonna be very very positive for certain certain people's careers who need it and this is obviously no shade to Sonya. Like, love her. I think this is good. Mm-hmm. Keep her there. Dom needs to go down there. Right. Well, as yeah, soon well, as possible. We'll, we'll get on that. That is 14, to 14 days ago. He should have been there. <laughs> I agree. Well, we're going to get into that a little later on. But um, yeah, shout out to Sonya for helping out Mandy. She really is a good person. Like... I just, I just didn't know what to say. I just didn't want to be like, well, you know, we talked about that, so let's just let's jump into Extreme Rules. But since we're doing that, um, let's get into Extreme Rules. And I think this is the first time that all four of us actually enjoyed Extreme Rules. True. When the fuck has that ever happened? Because my ass don't ever like Extreme Rules. Because Nicole hates so- Extreme Rules. Hate it. Uh, 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 it's still gonna be my least paper, least favorite pay per view till I get rid of it. But oh, this guy who's on commentary now, I like. He's good. Who is that? I don't know his name. <laughs> I'm not on commentary. He's on um on screen interviewing MJF. I like him. He's good. Oh, okay. He has the glasses. Everyone, everyone has glasses. He's a little bit heavy, um, heavier set. I like him. He's oh, good. I don't know he's you're talking job. about. I just can't think of his name right now. Yeah, he's good. But yeah, so Extreme Rules actually had extreme stipulations this year. 
Um, it was actually every match. Now, some people were saying that it kind of, see, again, we can never have anything nice. Some people were saying that it was too much. Some people were saying it was refreshing to actually see in a pay-per-view called Extreme Rules, you know, being extreme to an extent because it's WWE extreme. Um, some of the matches were kind of just like meh, but I'm telling you, my favorite fucking match of the night was the fucking Donnybrook match. Stellar. Imperium and the Brutes just beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> I loved it. I loved every minute of it. It was so good. And just Seamus and Gunther just beating the, the holy hell out of each other. And I'm like, I kind of I kind of wish that they didn't start it off that way because it was like, that would have been like, okay, quick, it's the middle of the mat, or it's the middle of the show, we need an energy pick me up, send them out. Like, but I kind of understand because it was also the first match of the night and people were hyped. So I don't know, what, what did, what did y'all think? Did you think it was too much with every match being a stipulation match or? No, it it's like extreme rule. It's supposed to be. It's extreme That's my, rules. That was my major issue with extreme rules. Majority exactly. of the time, sorry to cut you off, but, but it's not. Can't you need to stop? Um, is that it's extreme rules, but you would only have one match that's like stipulation. Right. Like no. But what's the point? Rules, it was Do a fine. different pay per view. I thought it was good, I, but only that. Okay, so match wise, Donnie Brooks and I. I loved Bianca and Bailey's match. Mm-hmm. I loved it. And I was not invested in their feud at all. But that match was fucking dope. I loved that match. I, I didn't really care for Karrion and Drews. And I was not a fan of the fight pit match. I was very disappointed by that match. I, I expected a better match. I, I didn't like it. I think what, what was the match before the fight pit? Because fight pit was main event. It was the uh, it was the uh, judge. It was Finn versus Judgment Day. Yeah, I, um, I, well, yeah, I, Fender versus Edge. Yeah. I think that I because I was. This is gonna sound horrible. The fight pit was actually the one I was looking forward to. Yes, and. Just, just to me, it seemed very rushed and very clunky. And I think what may have happened was that the I Quit match went on accidentally, went over too long. Because, I 100% agree with that because I think because, I would, because I watched it sober because everyone, um, in case you guys didn't know, I, I watched it like I was real, real, real wasted. Um, we had zombie prop. And I came back and I like try to watch. Anyways, it was not good. Um, and I rewatched it sober. And I was like, this match is really long. It was too long. I, I mean, because you know, it's a Rey Mysterio match, this or not even Rey Mysterio. It has to deal with freaking. I'm over the feud. I'm over this feud. They can't, if 
are they gonna i did not watch raw on monday um uh, because i was the opposite on sunday i got shit-faced um <laughs> did they make any mention of it on monday are they moving forward or are they still yeah they sick? mentioned it on monday they did no they're not moving forward that feud is going inside war games i it's going in war games then war games needs to be it well obviously it, it, it needs the final they, blow but, but like, i don't i don't i don't i don't i don't care you know Beth is going to get involved with this some way or another. AJ, like somehow AJ is going to get involved with it. You know, Edge is going to be there. Ray is going to be in there. Ray, if you don't beat your son's ass, I Listen, mean. I ran it for 30 no, minutes about so, that. I can't do it no more. I, 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 I can't I'm either like, because ain't no way. You, you I, I, this is when I know, this is when I know Ray got too rich. Right, disrespectful little shit. Like I'm, I'm all for this story, right? I'm all for a good story, but here's the thing: this, this boy, because this is a grown boy, okay? Mm -hmm. You, you talk about being under your father's shadow. He a boy because cool. he probably still living in that fucking house. Yeah, right. you a boy. So you talk about, you talk about just living in your daddy's shadow, but you ain't do nothing but just get underneath another one with judgment. Yeah. You're not free. You're not on your own. Rhea tells you everything. Do you hang it from her coochie hair? So I don't understand. My don't thing understand. was, I can't. How's he not getting his ass beat? And my thing was, Ray, I, I know Don is tripping. More, you should just take him out the well, place him with me. Period. Bitch, replace him with me. I got. Sh <laughs> I won't, you know, I won't beat you up. Right. I mind my business. I might ask for money every once in a while. I figure that's fine. You're rich. Right. And that's it. That's it. I might even teach your daughter how to fight because she needs to learn. Because Rhea Ripley mushed the shit out of her the last time they came in contact. She had right. the balls. She went up to her and was like, you need to leave. And me and Rhea just mushed her dead. Where, I need to teach your daughter how to fight. Not Max almost falling over. Oh Lord, she at home watching TV like the rest of us. Why aren't you out here beating the shit out of your son, child? And then it's like, it's funny because I saw the clip on Monday, and I know we're gonna talk about Raw here in a little bit, but it's like Dom really stepped up. Like I'm like, oh, you think you got bass in your voice now, do you? Yeah, barely you hair on your face. And then he got knocked the fuck out. And I was like, oh, no. Puberty hasn't hit Dominic Mysterio yet at 25. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. Now, I'm back to extreme rules. Not to, not to cut you off, but back to no. extreme rules. Hopefully, I, I agree with Alexis. I think that the feud has been going too long. By Survivor Series or Crown Jewel, it's got to end at one of them. One of them has to end. Preferably Crown Jewel because that's before. Yeah, but more than likely they're going to have AJ and Finn and them fight at Crown Jewel because that's what it looks like it's leading to by how they did Raw Monday. Now, Extreme Rules itself, to me, it was a solid pay-per-view. Every yeah. pay-per-view has its hits and misses. 
But overall, the pay-per-view itself was part was very decent. The biggest part from Extreme Rules, though, was Bray Wyatt's return. And it was done in probably one of the most massive factions I've ever seen in my life. He took up the last five to six minutes of the show. Whoever, I don't care if it's Bray himself, whoever came up with this whole thing, pay them whatever they want. Because that is horror movie level production right there. It was, it was insane. Was so good. Now Bray was leaving breadcrumbs for about two months. We were getting QR codes and everything. I never saw them. <laughs> You'd always go to the bathroom, but bitch, it's called YouTube. Listen, mm. I had to go to the bathroom, and I would usually go during like a Dom segment because I didn't want to hear that shit. And <laughs> And it would be like during the men's segment because I just figured like I would come back and I would see what happened because they would always recap it. So I'm like, okay, cool. But and I would always get yelled at and the colonel was making fun of me because I never saw any of the other clues. So I'm like, okay, now I gotta start paying attention to extra shit. This is this is too much work. <laughs> it's not even paying attention. I've caught in a lot of them, and I don't even, and I pay attention, but I like I have ADHD. I so now. I've never seen them, and I was always like, I think there's like two I didn't caught, but I didn't care because they like they got posted right after. But right, and like people are so damn fast. Like the like I know Corey's when they had the girls do the contract signing. Corey had QR code on the back of his, um, on the back of the contract. Child, me and AJ was in here trying to get that QR code to pop up, and it would not. I'm like, I don't know if it's my TV or what it is, but I could not get that shit to work. I, no, I, had, a lot of, I had a lot of people say that, too, that they were having a hard time scanning them. That's why they were, like, going to, like... Some of them were hard to... Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Some of them were hard to scan. One, the one that was by Dom or like that flash right like over him, I could not scan that. It would not work. And then there's one but, that they flashed. They had Monday. There was a QR But also Monday. at the same time, it could be a thing that there's so many people accessing. I don't know if that's like a, that's like a problem with QR codes. I never heard that, yeah. but it might be there's so many people scanning it. And that could yeah, be. That's... But he's still dropping breadcrumbs because he had one on Monday on the back of a book bag from one of the guys in the back when Miz was walking down during his segment before um, before they had that little birthday celebration for him. So they had that. And I was like, this is fucking nuts. Like, he's still putting QR codes out. I'm like, God damn. So Bray Wyatt being at Extreme Rules, they had... The Donnybrook match was awesome. The women's match was awesome for Bianca and um, Bailey. Those were my favorite parts of the show. Um, Ronda and Liv's match was okay. It wasn't great. It was okay. Ronda missed some cues, as did Liv. But overall, it did. It served its purpose. It looks like. Um, there was, um, like I said, Drew and. Uh, Carrion's match. Carrion went over like I expected he would. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, and that was pretty much it as far as I was concerned. Um, the I Quit match messed me up because <laughs> it was so Ripley, emotional toward the end. It was the end, and I wish they would have shortened it. The girls are right. The match was super long, and I think they was trying to make up time. But that, and, and I think that ate into the fight pit match as well because it got ended so weirdly, right? Like it was so I, abrupt and it was so weird. I was like, what is going on? But that I quit match went on way too long. I feel like they should have, they like the moment that they was announced, they should have did no entrance. Ed should have ran out there and they should have started fighting. And then they should have got to the ring. The bell should have rang. It should have been a fight. They should have immediately left the ring, went through the crowd, you know, and then started the, the onslaught with Judgment Day and then um, Beth coming out. It should have been very quick. Not super fast to the point where it was obvious that they were speeding up the match, but it was, it should have been like, y'all should know five minutes the rest should be counting down like you got a couple minutes left you need to move you need to move like that's how it should have been because right. that match was just way too long it was just way too long it took them so much time and the time that they needed to do the bit with Beth that looked like it ate into the fight pit match I think that's when it started to drag honestly like no shame to Beth I asked them I was yelling and screaming when Beth finally squared up with with Rhea Ripley um but that took that, that ate up so much damn time, and then it's like they could have cut so much out of that because, really, I mean, no offense to Edge either, but we were all wanting to see Matt uh, Riddle versus Steph because that was and the thing everyone was more interested in. No, that's true. That's one hundred percent true, and it's no shade to him, but it's just your the time the uh, the Judgment Day thing. It literally just hit its stride where it began to become interesting. People were not interested in Judgment Day. So as Rhea started to be more vocal in the group, that's when people started to pay attention, right? And then mm -hmm. it took them so long to turn down. It was just like, God damn, you know? Like, no, it's like this, they've waited so long that, I mean, also, like, this isn't, Part of this is also from leftover from Vince's era. Yeah. Vince, we all know Vince. He loves to drag out a good story until you're just like, he don't even care if you're turning the channel, you know? Right. I just, I, I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of it. I've been over Judgment Day for a while. You know what the sad thing is? I told these girls on uh, like the group thing we were doing and all our friends, I was so hot for Damien Priest when he came out, and I completely forget that he's in Judgment Day now. Well, that demon hole was span right. of what? Six <laughs> months? <laughs> that demon hole is all right. He is all right. He's not a demon hole. But like... No, my, my point is just like you took somebody who I really didn't see a whole lot in NXT. And from what I watched, what I saw, he was really good. And I was really hyped up. He was coming to the main roster. And then you put him with Edge, which I still don't understand. But okay. I'm like, okay, cool. You, you put him with Edge. All right. And then they do the little Brew 2.0 thing. <laughs> 
and then I forget that he's there. Like, how the fuck do I do that? I mean, y'all I mean they do rotate. Well, in my in their defense, there are four members. Each one of them could easily stand out and be the leader. Except in Dominic. my opinion, yeah, like Dominic doesn't fucking count. But in my opinion, Rhea should be the leader of the faction. And then you can have Finn being the de facto leader, but they designated Finn as the leader of the faction. Okay. Mm-hmm. You see, as time progressed, Finn seems to have settled into this role of being the heel that um, everybody loves to hate. So at first I was against and against it because he just it just seemed like he was the odd man out in that group. But I guess when they added Dominic, that kind of relayed over to Dominic. And you're like, okay, whatever works for y'all. You know, he's the only one in the group that looks like he definitely don't belong. Like, he really, really trying, but he really doesn't fit. Um, Rhea Ripley doing, being more of like a pseudo de facto leader. And she kind of is like, you know, like you watch horror movies and there's, there's that one movie where there's that ghost or that, that, there's that entity lurking around manipulating and causing all of the issues that is her part that is what she does which works in terms of the dynamic of their group i don't mind judgment day what you say she's the fucking conjuring house she is i mean she's she's an agent of chaos in the in the best form that is what she does she causes enough chaos and then sits back and laughs at it that's that's her job she then she encourages chaos because she's constantly in Dominic's ear like a hell angel, always swaying the the and manipulating him to do something else. It works. That's where her character is. But you you look at it like, well, she's just a, a glorified ballet. But Maria is much more than that. She is the heart of Judgment Day. If you take her out, their whole group is gonna go down. So. I'm gonna laugh her ass off when she finally gets her ass whooped. Right, up. right. Like that—that's the ultimate goal. But all of us—I mean, I don't have a problem with Judgment Day existing. My thing is, once you're done with this, because this shit has been going on almost for six months now. Once you're done with this, what are you gonna do? What's your next plan? What is your next move? Because like they're calling them, they're calling them like one of the most dominant stables in WWE. I'm like, what have they done? No, like, 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 okay, you beat up, you managed to turn Dominic Mysterio to the dark side of the force. Bitch, I could have flashed him and made him my bitch boy, okay? I mean, she's not lying about that. I wouldn't say they're dominant, but I will say they have gained a lot of footing. You can't, because if you're comparing factions, then let's look at the Hurt Business versus Judgment Day, Hurt Business, during a pandemic era, acquired all of the belts that they could. At the time, each one of their members had a belt with the exception of MVP. So you're talking about pure dominance. They are not somebody who is dominating. The bloodline is pure dominance. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm sorry, but I equate dominance as to you taking over. You got something that makes you be at the top of the mountain and you kept it. 
They don't have that. They never had that. Their goal was to never do that. If it was, they would have went after the United States Championship when they had the chance. If it was, they would have went after them damn titles. They ain't did none of that shit. They've been targeting Dominic and Ray for months. And then they took out Edge. They've been targeting Edge for months. What have you done that includes you in the role of being a dominant faction? You haven't done anything. You're establishing yourself. That's that's what you did. You but, set a precedent. This is what we're capable of. Fine. But, but that's not it's been It's been six months, though. Like, you mentioned the Hurt Business, and I really I want the Hurt Business to come back. They did more in six months than Judgment Day has. Who? The Hurt Business. I miss Hurt Business. I do too. I want them to come back. But I, what I was saying was that Hurt Business has not, was not around for a lot, was not around long. But in six months, if we're looking at stats for being consistent, here I come with the stats. If we're looking statistically at what you call a dominant team, Hurt Business did more in six months than Judgment Day's done in six months. That's fair. I agree. DX, evolution, um, damage control. Like, why the fuck did they got the tag titles? Like, and- damage control came in and got the titles a few weeks after they got there. Yo and Dakota just got there, and their tag titles, and you guys can't even get the U.S. title. I mean, no offense, Bobby Lashley, but like, they're not, they not trying. That's my point. There, you have no goal. What is they just opinion? running around. They just run around causing chaos. I'm like, y'all niggas weird. That's my point. What, what is your problem? problem? That's my I point. I love chaos, but it needs to yeah, have a. It's chaos. not even fun chaos. Like it's not funny. It's not. They're structured. not like a, like a Bray Wyatt where they want to terrorize people. Probably where they were just wrecking shit to wreck shit. Right, which is fine. Had- they had a goal though. That That's the, the point. Judgment Day exactly. has no singular goal of why they, they are together. Mm-hmm. They don't have a mission statement. No. They don't have <laughs> values. They don't have a business They don't plan. have <laughs> like nothing. Like that's why I don't like, yeah, Judgment Day is a little bit better to me, but I still don't like it. Like it's dumb to me. To an extent. Mm-hmm. Because that it's is- like to me it just looks like a faction that's just a faction, which again this is leftover Vince product. Mm-hmm. Damage control has a mission statement. Um, Legato de Fantasma has one. They promptly stated the whatever minutes they were on SmackDown. The yep. same thing with Hit Row. Mm-hmm. All these all these factions have goals. So even if they're not consistently or they're not holding some type of championship or gold or accolade or something. They trying. You know that they're eventually yeah. trying to work towards that. Correct. We're so they make the... sense. Judgment yeah, Day yeah. as a whole don't make sense not because of that. And it's just a random assortment of people. It is random. It's like, it's like someone went to a grocery store and got a bag and was like, pick four <laughs> vegetables and make a dip or go to or go to the produce section and say, pick four things to make a soup out of. And you get an orange, yeah. an oh, onion, um, 
what else doesn't go together? Um, uh, maybe, and then a, and maybe a potato. What? And no, then, um, and then caramel. No! You know, like, the shit that don't make, like, why are y'all together? And it's, and again, it's just like, you know, I might be nitpicky, but shit, like, there is no correlation with anyone, with anyone. The only people who somewhat have one is maybe because they've had some interaction in NXT but other than that that's it nothing else makes fucking sense why is Rhea there it was like I said said, she's their agent of chaos she works to to keep the group together but why is she there she doesn't need to be there if If she wasn't there it wouldn't work if she was, was not there judgment day would not work it still don't work to me. And they proved that work. it didn't work when she was out and it was just Finn and Damien looking like freaking Hot Topic re- uh, No, no it's true. Goes. But it's just like, I never thought of the soup allegory until you fucking said it, though. That like, is the truth. I feel like Rhea can do what she's doing by herself. She can. She, exactly. She is, she is the Black Widow. I saw this today. Someone was like, you realize Black Widow and all the Avengers movies was pretty much just like the mom picking up and making sure the boys don't fuck up. I'm like, God, Then break her ass off there and have her go against Bianca. Like, why still, the fuck waste her? I mean, you could still sick of do her that. Judgment or damage control all the week, even though I like them. I'm tired of that. But damn! Is she clear to wrestle? If if she's clear to wrestle, there's no reason why she needs to be a fucking ballet she right now. She took a bump at Extreme Rules. She took she bumps. She's been taking bumps since Clash at the Castle. And if she can take bumps, her ass needs to be in the ring fucking wrestling. She She's already guaranteed a title shot, but they got all of this shit tangled up with Edge and Mysterio and all that shit. Now you got AJ Styles and the... Um, the um the the club all involved in there, so it's a whole big this it's a real big nasty suit. Which I think we can use as a segue into that. So Gallows and Anderson returned at Monday Night Raw. I'm not even and mad about that, honestly. I'm I'm very happy that they're there. I'm happy that they're there. I have not, I had you know my issues with Gallows and Anderson, but. I'm glad they came back because they got fired on some bullshit anyway, so and I didn't like that. What happened? Because I saw someone quote like under your commentary. Like, Look, oh, I yeah, keep Paul Heyman's fault. Paul so Heyman promised him that he would not um, let them get fired. He promised AJ Styles that when they did these um, releases, that they was gonna keep Gallows and Anderson. <laughs> but he was. They say that he was the one who pushed for them to be fired. Oh, yeah, that's what I remember now. Okay. That okay. he mentioned their names because they were asking for names of people that they think that they could release. You know, and they, he personally um, gave them their and names. He gave them their names after he promised he would keep them. That's why AJ Styles refuses to be on any show that he's on. So if Roman's on SmackDown and that's his home show, AJ's always going to be on Raw. And vice versa. So that's what I'm saying. I said out of the few, there's about like a handful of people who I said had the right to really, 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 really give WWE extended smoke. They were two of them. Hands down. That's right. Because that was real shitty. 
When you say my name, yeah, I still, I still be talking about that. I'd be signing my new contract talking about it. I'd be right up on Harry's face, like, uh-huh. I would want to hear it in the awakening. Even if it's just temporary, I mean, see, this is, when y'all ask me why I don't like Paul Heyman, it's because he's a slippery little weasel bastard in this fight. I don't ever question that. That I do know. Other people question me about it. We know his fat ass be on some bullshit. We know that. We don't. <laughs> I love all those ETW guys fucking money walking around in ill-fitting Tom Ford suits. I don't don't believe that he he got time for a suit. I don't believe that shit. Be ashamed of himself is what he should be. Um, I don't believe that. But I like Gallows and Anderson returning, obviously. People that AJ trusts Mm -hmm. in and out. And it's a very, very, there's a lot of things that are going on with it. At first I was like, yeah, but once I really like thought about it, I said, ooh, I like this. Yeah, is a different dynamic for Finn. It is because it's like these are his. They can be like, "Yo, what are you doing?" Right. Like for real, what are you doing? Like this ain't you. Like this is like you should be with like your family. That's not your family. This is your family. This is which you started. That's true. Be like, why are you fucking hanging around these hot topic rejects? Like, I could honestly exactly. see one of them saying that, too. No, I don't. Yeah, and that's I what I'm saying. Like, that's a lot. Of, and that's a lot of layers. And then Finn can talk about, well, as soon as I went to NXT, you could have, y'all were more than happy to replace me with fucking AJ. And then they're so, and they can go to so many dynamics. And now that they're allowed to talk about other companies now. Exactly. Exactly. They can really sell those layers on commentary. And um, New Japan World retweeted Gallows and Anderson coming back and liked a couple other tweets talking about because Carl Anderson is still the never open weight champion. That's right. Mm. So it's going to be interesting on how they get Someone was like, well, New Japan don't have no no loyalty. I said, sure the fuck um, they don't and they shouldn't. A bag is a bag. Okay. Fucking cares. Literally, who fucking cares? Um, Not have a part-time contract and go defend his title. Exactly, and that's what I'm. Someone tweeted this today. I wish I saved it. Um, but they were talking about. They're like, "Oh, this would be so cool." And then Jay White was talking about this in a press conference at New Japan, was saying how he was like, "We are saying that we are." Bullet Club is going worldwide and we are going to evade everywhere. And so we are going to, as he said, so he was like, that's like, he was like, I love seeing them. He like tweeted about Raw, tweeted about them. So it's like, I was like, I hope they do something with it. With I'm hoping with Triple H. Nick Khan always loves a contract. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like, <laughs> He stay he stay find a bag somewhere. He stay find a contract somewhere. So I as think if they could, money. I think it'd be really cool. Let him wrestle. I mean, obviously have have um Carl retain, but have him defend the never open weight championship on Raw with someone from New Japan. Oh Lord have mercy. Or have and or do like a triple debt. Have him have someone from have him someone from New Japan and someone from Raw. 
They don't need to make it a big thing. I mean, obviously it's a big thing, but just do, you know, you can do a cute one off. And depending on how his WWE contract, then he has to drop it, you know, he has to drop it. But then they talk about like, you know, something to talk about on um, TV. You know how you guys are always talking about growth and shit? Like, Alexis from two years ago would be like, well, that really that made no sense. Why is he? And I'm just like, you know what, bitch, take the WWE's money and run with it. They fucked you over. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that. I feel like at some point, you you gotta evolve. And WWE has to evolve. And I think having Triple H at the helm if he kind of forced in their hands, they have to evolve. Oh, no, That's I meant just, me. I meant oh, me as a I'm, I got you. I'm just saying. I'm talking about just natural order of things. Like, that was one of the reasons why it was so stagnant was because Vince was so stuck in his ways. And he didn't understand that just because there are changes that you don't like don't mean that those changes won't work. You have to start listening. And I think Triple H's biggest... um his biggest key to his success is that he listens and he understands and he Mm -hmm. lets people try things. And if it doesn't work, they pull it. It's not hard. Like I, I just, I generally, I'm glad that things are going better. They're not super amazing. They're getting better every single day. He's got to get to a point where both raw and SmackDown are thriving. It's always one or the other. And that's where I'm having an issue. He's leaving SmackDown to kind of fend for itself, but you're giving Raw, like, everything. You know what I'm saying? He's got to find a balance between the two. He's got to. That's all that I I ask. Everything else, you're doing great, kid. Compared to where the product was this time last year, and I know it's only been a short amount of time that Triple H has taken over, that's improvement, though. I'm not shitting on the improvement at all because I think Raw, even underneath Vince's regime, Raw was slowly starting to improve. But after Triple H took over, it kind of went on the express and just went to the fucking top every week. It was something new. And I was like, once he's done with all of these pop-ups in terms of returns or just adding new people to the roster, period, that's when the real work begins. That's when we'll see how he's going to be able to do this because I don't think things are really going to have that settle, okay, now it's time to work after WrestleMania when they finally do the draft. That's when things are going to be finally placed where they need to be placed. The new feuds can be brought brought in and everything can start really rolling. So speaking of possible returns, Nicole, this is your this is your field, babes, because I don't know much. <laughs> oh, okay. ooh, my iPad is dying. Um, this is just perfect. Again, this is all substantial, but this is like you know um, things that have been popping up in the ether. Um, there are quite a few of free agents coming about. Um, Impact being stupid again and are had a whole shit ton of people's contracts that expire or are expiring like me um yeah what's the call so 
Mediums is one of them. Hers um, mm-hmm. expired over the weekend. Um, Chelsea Greens is apparently ran up or is about to run up. Um, Chris Bay's contract um, is almost done, if not done already. Ooh, um, I believe Tasha Steele's contract is up, if not up already. Ooh, so that's it. If not up already. So um, a lot of people's, a lot of good people that could NXT so could please. use. Gallows is Anderson was, and they they literally said that their contract was up, and like not even a couple days later. Oh shit! So, Triple H is watching that shit like a hawk. You know he is circling. Um, so names though. that I've been hearing, and obviously this is all great assault, but this is just what I've been seeing from different areas. That's why I'm not gonna like quote unquote because this isn't anything that is substantial facts or this is just something that we've been that I've just been seeing is there's a lot of talk about me again um there's poss- there's also apparently been talks with Chelsea Green mm-hmm. which I wouldn't be mad at because I think um I think we I can use this voice out of a co- as a podcast we've um very turned around on Chelsea Green surprisingly mm-hmm we gave her a lot of smoke for a while, but yeah. she really turned it around, and I think she really found her footing, and I think it'd be great. They need more women, especially on SmackDown, I, where I, I would immediately ship both of those. And, like, again, no offense, you know, I love Rhonda. We love Rhonda here. Um, mm-hmm. Have one too. of them take the belt off of Rhonda. Speak for yourself. Huh? Um, but I'm saying, like, if it's not Shayna, if one of those two girls came back, literally put the belt on one of them. Do something different. <clears throat> I would love to see, you know how much fucking chaos that would cause Chelsea <laughs> Green's fucking ass be, I would live that for that chaos. Tear me up. You know what? Though? I would I live, see. I would live for that chaos. I said, have her have that belt for eight months. Love that. Chelsea, Chelsea proved my ass wrong, but if we're going to talk about people who need to be rehired that shouldn't have gotten fired in the first fucking place, Mia Yim needs to come back home. Yeah. Um, but again, these are obviously rumors, so take these with a grain of salt, but I would very love to see these ladies. I think we need to see more ladies return that aren't Sarah Logan, because I don't give a fuck about her. Me. Um, fuck her. I don't think anyone I, does. I think they should rehire more women than they do men. Um, no shade to Chris Bay. I would love to see Chris Bay in the E, but I think that he would fare very nicely in NXT first. Um, My thing but- is, if I don't want to see any other, uh, the only other men, they need to bring back um, Zach Wentz. And might as well just bring Trey Miguel along with him. The Rascals. Oh, Nash. Okay. Yeah, Nash yeah, Carter. I, I I don't have a problem with them bringing back him. Or and then like those they, those are pretty much the only other men I don't want to see. I don't want to see any more men for a while. Or if I think he should stay on the Indies for a little bit more. Or if they brought back like um like a Matt Cardona, that'd be fun. Other than that, I don't I don't want to see any more men out of. All the all the new people that have I don't want to say new people of all the people they've 
brought back or reintroduced. We've only and had Candace, BFAB, uh, Dakota, and I don't count it. EO because EO was just like not on TV. She was still no, signed. I didn't count her either. It's just Candace, BFAB, and Dakota. Oh, and Scarlett. So there's four. And Scarlett, if they, if yeah. They bring back my, uh, but Scarlett isn't tech, isn't wrestling technically. If she technically, was wrestling, I would count her. So I love you, Scarlett. You should know this. But sis, you're going to be in a package. But we're talking about like women Individual who are wrestling. wrestling. So, yeah, like, yeah. so like, but if Matt Cardona needs to come back, he does not need to be Zach Ryder. He needs to be Matt Cardona. What See, he's let him keep like, that. Yeah, let that man keep his fucking name. What he did all that work on the Indies. If you do what he's doing right now in the Indies, y'all need to let him do that WWE because what he's I'm doing sh- in the fucking Indies is amazing. Well, this isn't like I think they big. would though. Like, I, I think-, think Triple H would give him, let him do what he wants to do. Um, I don't see why he wouldn't. Yeah, I think he should. Yeah, let that man keep his name. Um, but yeah, but obviously, you know, take all that fun stuff with the grain of salt. Again, like I said, I would love to see, especially since um, Chelsea has proved. Why did I thought that was think that was B Priestley? That's not her. Um, especially since she did a great job at proving literally all of all of us girls wrong. And, you know, where, you know, we, I am always, I am more than okay with saying where I was wrong. Mm-hmm. And we said this a while ago, we were wrong, you know, showed us what the fuck you were talking about, sis. So, you know, good for you. The and she talked a lot. So. The Chelsea Green that I saw at NWA when I saw them when they were here in Knoxville, that's the Chelsea Green I want to fucking see. Yeah, let her do that. I'm so sick of Tony Storm not doing shit. Well, I mean, she's AEW winning. You think they do anything with their champions? If it's not, I'm like, I'm just gonna keep my damn mouth shut. I ain't gonna say. Shit. I'm not. That's what I knew. That's what she was gonna do when she brought her ass over there. But all they care about it's is like the fact she's just she's not doing nothing but being like, just being like this hot bitch with who wears whatever she wears. I mean, I love her outfits. You know, she Tony can put off a look. I don't care what nobody says. But she um, doesn't bring anything else to the table. She though. just looks to me. Well, for her. Um. Anyways, beautiful. Um, beautiful I just want to say, if they bring back any more beautiful women, gowns, oh, literally. Beautiful yeah. gowns. That's all she's done since she's been there. Is beautiful gowns. Nothing. I'm gonna throw someone's name out there. Who Triple H? I don't care what he needs to do. Buy her out and get her ass back to the E. For the love of God, save Ruby Riot. Yeah, um, didn't she sign a five-year contract though? She signed a five. She's stuck there. He ain't let nobody out that contract. We just gonna let it. She's gotta let it right out. Just hope she it don't get hurt again. Yeah. Yeah. Her con- her contract is way too long. I think if she had like a three-year or something, she'd wiggle out. I mean, no offense to Ruby, love her, but you know what? You signed. You signed it. Y'all was so jumped, uh, so hyped to her and sign these long ass contracts somewhere. Impact and New Japan don't even sign people for that. Well, they do and they don't at the but same time. What's like the max for New Japan? But like you can years? opt out. You can opt out for certain time frames if that's too much for you at New Japan, though. Oh, that's cool. And they're they're a little bit more flexible. You'd be like, 
they'd be like, here's a five year. They'd be like, oh, that's a little much. I'll give you three. And I'll be like, okay. How about we talk at like two and a half? Yeah. So that's <laughs> what I'm saying. So it's like, why would you sign? That's a long, that's a long, that's an NBA linked contract. Oh, damn. I'm glad that you said it. That is an NBA, NFL size contract. It's five years. That is insane in a wrestling world. So that's why people were like, no. Five years? As a wrestler, that is so much. Again, like as a wrestler, so fucking much can happen in five years. Yeah. I mean, look what happened in three. Or one. Yeah. And an NFL or NBA you know, not you're not going to have that much extreme change within five years. True. Unless you're, unless like the company complete, not the company like the NFL itself, but like your or franchise. Mm-hmm. I couldn't think of a word for a second. Or your franchise mm-hmm. completely just goes through the gutter with some shit. Yeah. Other than that, not much is changing. So that's why I don't understand like like why and this is just like y'all need to get lawyers because I know if I was advising someone or I was like working with someone who was a wrestler and they said someone was trying to sign them for five years I said you are on crack and have them reduce it to three that's the thing that gets me is that majority of them have been in the business long enough where they, they either should know somebody or have like not on retainer, but like someone that they can call and be like, hey, I'm getting a contract from this new place. Can you look, help me look over with it? I can send you a copy. I can meet you in your office, blah, blah, blah. Like, come on, you can't be that dumb. And we don't even know if this company's going to be around in five years. We don't even know if it's going to be, <laughs> be around by the end of next year. But I wanted to be, yeah. I should have been an entertainment lawyer or someone who works strictly with wrestlers. Gotta be looking at the shit like, why are you signing a five year contract? Why are you signing? Two years. Um. Or, you know, just you'll make more money going on indies, or do you just, like, here's the thing that gets me. Now, all the people who, uh, who want to come back to WWE, majority of these people, and I saw this and it just kind of stuck in my head. But they're like, oh, yeah, you know, we have like, you know, when they first went over there, it's like, oh, it's lighter work, blah, blah, blah. But now they're like, oh, we miss the WWE structure. We miss being busy all the time and on the road all the time and blah, blah, blah. I I'm tried like, to tell y'all, they don't listen. I'm just like, no, because your ass, you didn't realize your ass is staying at home, not doing shit. You're getting paid, but you ain't doing shit. Which sounds great, but when your job is a like entertainer, you can't be sitting at home because you get sloppy, or hmm. people forget about you, which is even worse. Anyway, all I can That's say a mess. is they'll figure um, it out. Yeah. All right. So, what was our next topic? Uh, hang on, I got here on the list. We did the extreme rules. Raw. Oh, in uh, Halloween Havoc next week. Does anyone have the card for Halloween Havoc pulled up? I could pull it up really quick. All right. 
Maybe. My, computer's, my computer's charging, so. Well, we know what the main event of it's going to be. It's going to be a three-way for the NXT title. We're going to have Braun Breaker versus, as Kenny likes to call him, Modoc versus uh, Ila Dragunov. I probably butchered his first name. Why did I think that Dragunov was part of Imperium? Oh, God. No, I just, I, I know, I'm not even saying it to be like, Funny, I, I really thought he was with Imperium, I guess, because someone's like, it's just the way he carries himself. I'm like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so this is the card as of six days ago. So you said the Braun Breaker versus um, Ilya Dragunov versus- and JD Madonna. Um, is the other one is the five-way ladder match with... Um, Nathan Frazier, Carmelo Hayes, Wesley, um, Von Wagner, and what is his name? Was Frazier the one that had the match with uh, Axum last it's, night? It's Oro Mensa, and yes. Yes, that's what oh it is. Okay, can I, can I just fucking talk about that match, like, real fucking quick? Because, like, wow. On both, on both sides. That match was so good, and I was had my ADD making me watch it all the way through. It was awesome. It was a very good match. If you didn't watch it, you really, really, really missed it because it was it was so well done. And they they play off of each other very well. I love that match. I would have preferred if fucking Don Wagner wasn't in it and they put Axiom in it anyway. Because I hate Don Wagner. He sucks. I can't stand that caveman motherfucker. I, I absolutely positively can't. And I don't um, like the next it. one, which I'm no, hoping never. is the end of their feud because I'm tired. Um, no offense, like both of these ladies, but um, Roxanne um, Perez versus Cora Jade in a weapons wild match. Yeah, um, obviously, hopefully, since this is stipulation, this will be it. Um, I haven't watched NXT for a while. But when I watched it yesterday, I'm like, why are they still feuding? Haven't they done this shit already? Well, they they dro- it was weird because they dropped it for a second yes. and then they picked it back up. That's what right. was weird. If it was continued on, I wouldn't be so like, what the fuck? But yeah. they literally dropped it for a couple, for like two weeks, and then they start fighting again. I was like, okay. What is this? Um, that's, oh, that's the problem. Oh, you know, I love, this is my favorite old i don't want to say old but this is my favorite older gimmick match so it's julius creed and damon kemp in an ambulance match you know bitch i love a good ambulance match well oh man kemp ain't gonna do nothing julius gonna whoop his ass (laughs) just period period man i love a good ambulance match i fucking love ambulance ambulance match since um since drew and randy's ambulance match Yep, yeah, I haven't um, seen one in a while. And then the other one is, um, it's still planned, is Mandy versus Alba Fire uh, for an NXT Women's Championship, which honestly, with all this going on, I feel like, I always felt like happen. Mandy was going to drop, but I really think she's dropping now. Yeah, I don't think she's going to do it. I don't think they're going to have I think, I think they're fine. I think this is, I think this is it. I know. I was like, I think, no, I think this is it. Okay. I, I, I am too. Is... I mean, it's not the way, like, the circumstances is not how I wanted Mandy to drop it, but 
you know. It's time. It's time. No, she's it's time. A, and also, you know, there's been a quite a few reports that they're wanting to call them all up at the same time. And I mean, all I mean, toxic attraction. Which is fine. I think they all yeah. should go up at the same time. But you know what, though? I would change it up once they get to the main roster. Because Mandy has been such a bitch for so long. Just Sonya showing up last night in NXT, which I think is great writing. And, you know, again, get you a friend like Sonya Deville who's ready to, like, you need me, girl? Okay, give me time. Like, give me five minutes. I'll be there, you know? Um, why is my cabinet looking fucked up? Don't tell me that shit. I mean, she can be in the faction with them, too. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. But she like, needs something to do because she's been floundering too. I don't, but here's the thing. When the three of them were standing next to each other after they put Alba, Alba, you got to get some, some payback on them. Them bitches put you through a table. I'm sure that'll that happen next week. They, uh, just with the three of them standing there, honestly, that looked better than, than with uh, Gigi and JC standing next to Mandy. You want to pull Mandy from Toxic Attraction and put Sonya in? I wouldn't. I, I would just add Sonya. I would just add her to the group. I don't know. It just, it looks, aesthetic-wise, it looked very good to me. Do not ask I me like why. It. I just looked at it. See, I'm just slightly oh God, opposite. I didn't like it. I didn't like how it looked well, because I thought, I thought Sonya was like way too like Sonya had on a whole fucking suit underneath the hoodie like you look dumb bitch. Right. Love you Sonya <laughs> but still like Girl. like I'm all about and I'm gonna sound like Rico I'm all about like especially faction wise with outfits it has to have some type of cohesion Whoa. like it was so jarring me looking at obviously like Gigi and JC and like I love how they look. <laughs> I love how they look <coughs> visually. They have their they have their own individual <coughs> style. I love how I love how they look. They bring um, it together with the colors. They, yes, they try to bring and it together then, with the colors. Even though sometimes I clown Mandy's outfits, but again, it works well. It looked it was so like jarring to me watching her in like this fucking four piece beacon <laughs> suit with boots <laughs> with boots. In between Gigi and JC, Gigi I think if she went, started, I think if she wore like what she like used to wear, I'm not saying like completely move on from that, but oh, like the, the girl, like and the no, the not even sweatpants, like do like a really cute tailor, do like a crop top. She loves, she loves crop tops, dude. Like she could do a variation that like melds with that, so she could do like a like a nice tailored. And she do like a nice tailored pants, have suspenders, but don't have the suspenders up, have them down. Have like oh. a cute, like formal looking, like collared crop top. Have it like, she can have it where it's like partially open, like very like, again, I'm going to sound like, like some the best TikTok fashion blogger, but have, like have her very <laughs> like Mugler slash like Balmain adjacent where she can have like this very like like not overtly sexy but like sexy-ish like men's women's wear combination and i think I, I, then i, I could I, like sell that i think that you should when you're talking about like 
regular street clothes, I think that she should contact Troy for that. Um, no, it seems like on her no own, I don't even think it's street clothes. I think it should like how I describe. Yeah, I think she should reach out to like Troy. DM when Troy styles her, he kind of pushes her in the middle of the femme and the, the masculine look. So she gets that androgyny without having to be overboard. Oh, she can interchange um, clothes with Seth. That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't have to be like that. But I'm just saying, like, as a group, I get when Nicole's saying you want to look like a cohesive unit, but still have your own individual style. And toxic attraction does do that. Whether you like it or not, they look like a group together. Yes. I don't know what the hell BG was wearing last night, but it looked like she was ready to get on her, her shift at the strip club. I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> but that was not a good night for PG Dolan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I might not like, again, it's like, you know, some stuff is not her favorite. I didn't particularly like it. I hated her hair. And um, I hated her hair, too. I was like, why is her hair, they should never pull her hair her, back like that on her face. Her face looked did, weird. Did her no favors. Right? Like, I weird. was like, who did your hair? Because I <laughs> will fight them for you. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. I might have not what, liked what she looked and I not a fan of it, but it makes sense within the they sphere were of her They were. I I agree. What were you trying to say, Alexis? No, it's just like they threw her hair back in those tight-ass ponytail with the braids on the side. But I, it, it was... It started, like, the braids started weird and then it looked like they took contour and just, or, like, that was just a facelift she got from how tight her hair was because it was either it that was or a facelift on her hair. Or they it, took it was way too or... tight on her. Yeah, and then she, it made it. They made a faux hawk out of the braids into her, and then had the ponytail. No, her head was tight, and it was tight. It looked like I was like, her face looks weird. What is going on? I just, I was, I didn't that like was uncomfortable it. Comfortable to watch. Ugh. And if JC keep coming out there with that spackled yellow foundation and a red chest and hands, me and her gonna fight. Cause I'm I'm tired. Who who the fuck is you know what happened, girl? Uh, what was it? Was that Gallows or Anderson? And Anderson came back. He used up all the fake tan. That's what they. <laughs> I mean his arms, and it's only his arms. That always cracks me. It's it's funny it's now. Like arms. he has. It's so funny now that I get mad if he doesn't. <laughs> like you have to at this point. His arm. It is just his arms and I just be like bro are you over kidding me over here looking like a whole ass Frankenstein monster your your face your head is one color your arms are one color or a different yeah, color it's just, and it, I'm like you you don't put the bronze you don't put that shit anywhere else you just rub it on your arms and then literally like, his oh, arms you don't put, put it on his face his neck nothing his arms just your arms and then you oil it so you're oily when you do <laughs> It's so funny. Yeah. It's so bad. Like he's gotta know he's gotta be in on it at this point, right? Like I mean yeah. I feel like it's on purpose now. No, I he's feel doing like it's it on, on purpose. purpose. I have to agree. I'm okay with it. As long as you know you're sticking with your gimmick, I'm not mad at you. Right. And then they they finally put up the last match. It's um Apollo Cruz and Grayson Waller. And their match is a spin-the-wheel, make-a-deal match. I love that. I love spin-the-wheel, make-a-deal. So. That, that warms my daddy's um, everything in his heart. 
The match I'm most looking forward to is this North American title ladder match. I'm just, I'm just fucking begging that they do not put that shit on top. Right? That's gonna be on. Uh, I so think on, it's gonna on, be Wesley. Is it gonna be? Um, I think it might be. I don't think it's gonna go back on Carmelo because I think he's gonna go up. He was just, he just had a match on main event too, mm-hmm. and the crowd was hyped for Carmelo Hayes in New York, in Brooklyn. Look, if you can't get, look, New York fans are fucking horrible. If you can't get over in New York, you're you're done. You're done. They were going off. Is I was like, oh, okay. Is he from New York? I don't know. No. I don't think oh. so. He's so like from like he's like from somewhere weird. Hold on. So they are giving no, him I want to say DC for some reason. So they gave him that big of a pop. I'm looking it up right now. Boy. He was not hometown. He's, I know he's, he's not, not from New York. I know that. He was not hometown boy. Star. Yeah. Carmelo always has been, though. I've never denied that. So here's never, the thing. Are they going to leave Trick down in NXT, or are they going to bring they him up? No, he got to go with him. Hell no, because his ass can't wrestle. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. As long as he don't fucking wrestle, they can do what they want to do with him. But he's terrible. He's built for Massachusetts. What? He's from Boston? He a Boston boy in New York? Wor- Worcester. Oh, okay. That's where Sasha's from. That's why I said. I, said, I knew it, he was from the East Coast, but I knew specifically. I was like, I know he's not from New York. I was like, he's somewhere weird. Yeah, a, a Boston boy. <laughs> being cheered like that in New York. I'm telling you. I think once they saw that reaction, they were like, okay, he's next. Mm-hmm. So what's, So is the tag team titles going to be up at uh, Halloween Havoc? No, uh, they, uh, no. I think it's going to be on Tuesday. I think it's next week. Yeah, it's just next yeah, week. It's going to be on TV. Is Halloween on TV or is it on Peacock? No, what? how we have it's gonna be on Peacock. Okay, the Peacock fucking work. Because the last two times I've watched NXT on Peacock, it was glitchy as fuck. Like it froze mm. up on me during the women's three-way, and then like it went digital, and the only thing I could make out was Mandy Rose's fake tan. All right. So hopefully, I don't want to rush Mandy. So if she's not up for it to wrestle. Then I'm fine with them, you know, holding off on that match between her and Alba Fire, given the circumstances of what's going on with her personally. So that's um, why I think that's why they're doing that thing with Sonia, just to give her some extra time, and then you know, hey, she's ready. Come know. do the match, drop the title. You had it for a year. You can't complain about it. Go do what you need to do and take some time off right um so really quickly we're just gonna run through it really quickly and then move on to um the tony Khan stuff so you got brian breaker Ilya, and jd mcdonough who do you think is gonna win in that match i'm going with dragon i'm going with dragon okay who what about you nicole all right, guys, so we're going to pause right here just to give you guys 
a little bit of a break in between the episodes. We're going to make sure we come back and give you guys the final half. We're going to talk about Tony Khan and we're going to talk about Swerve and the things that happened in the interview with Ariel Helwani with Tony Khan. And of course, we're going to talk about Swerve and the BRP Top 50. All of that is coming up next in the next episode of Down for the Count. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you guys in our next one. Bye.